Hi there, everyone. Here we are winding down this amazing year. So hard to believe. And here at the very end, it asks, what am I? It waits to the end because it's very clear in the beginning, we have no idea what we are. We just think we're a body personality. We haven't given that any thought. And it says, well, nothing could be further from the truth, but we couldn't hear that in the beginning. So it waits until now. So here it says, I am God's son. I am the specific expression of an infinite, eternal, impossible to describe, all-encompassing power and love. I'm complete, I'm healed, I'm whole, and shining in the reflection of his love. In me is his creation sanctified and guaranteed eternal life. In other words, what I am is creation sanctified and guaranteed eternal life. In me is love perfected, fear impossible, and joy established without opposite. In other words, I am love perfected, no fear, endless joy. I am the holy home of God himself. I am the heaven where his love resides. I am all that is. I am his holy sinlessness itself, for in my purity abides his own. Obviously, the whole point of this course has been to move us to a place where we can stop feeling so guilty and realizing that we are still pure, unadulterated love itself. You don't get that overnight. It takes us a long time to erode our notion of ourselves. So our use for words is almost over now. Yet, in the final days of this one year that we gave to God or to love together to our own healing, you and I, we found a single purpose that we shared. Now, the you and I would be all of us and the author of this course, however you choose to wrap your head around that. And we have this joint purpose of coming back to the realization of what we are. And thus, you joined with me, the author, so what I am are you as well. This truth of what we are is not for words to speak of nor describe because that's impossible. We can't deal with this with our intellects. It's way beyond it. Yet we can realize our function here, our function of letting go of all the notions that impede our awareness, that get in the way of our awareness of what we really are. And words can speak of this, of our function, and teach it too, if we exemplify the words in us. In other words, we can't just say a bunch of words about it. We have to live our lives in such a way that people can see what we're talking about. We are the bringers of salvation, so we accept our part as saviors of the world. Remember, we each create our own world which through our joint forgiveness is redeemed. We're all involved in this. And this, our gift, is therefore given us. Remember, what we give is always ours. We look on everyone as brother and perceive all things as kindly and as good. We haven't been doing that up until our introduction to the Course. 
We do not seek a function that's past the gate of heaven. In other words, our function deals strictly with our illusory, asleep state world. We have to deal with where we think we are. Otherwise, we would have no hook to hang this on. Knowledge will return when we have done our part. We are concerned only now with giving welcome to the truth. Up to this point, we have not been willing to give welcome to the truth. In fact, we run from it as if it's going to poison us. So ours are now the eyes through which Christ's vision sees a world redeemed from every thought of sin, from every thought of having ruined ourselves or something or someone else. Ours are now the ears that hear the voice for God proclaim the world as sinless, harmless, guiltless. Ours the minds that join together as we bless the world. And from the oneness that we have attained, we call to all our brothers, asking them to share our peace and consummate our joy. The more we join together, the more joyful we become. We are the holy messengers of God, of love, who speak for love, who demonstrate love, and carrying this word to everyone whom he has sent to us. We learn that it is written in our hearts. There are no accidents about those with whom we interact. Those who are to meet will meet because this will be the perfect combination as we see innocence in one another instead of guilt. And thus our minds are changed about the aim for which we came. We came to hide out. We came to try to run from the pain of our guilt and make other people guilty instead. And that's the purpose. That's the aim that we sought to serve. So now we bring glad tidings to the Son of God who thought he suffered. Now is he redeemed. And as he sees the gate of heaven stand open before him, he will enter in and disappear into the heart of God. Finally, there is the possibility of being free and happy and safe. Okay, now we're going to move on to the specifics of lesson 351. My sinless brother is my guide to peace. My sinful brother is my guide to pain. And which I choose to see, I will behold. You see, if I choose to see someone as innocent, if I choose to see that he hasn't hurt me, I'm not suffering as a result of anything he has done or said. In other words, I proclaim his innocence. I solidify my own innocence in my own mind, which is certainly where it needs to be solidified. Now, my sinful brother is my guide to pain. If I choose to see that other people have hurt me, that they're guilty, that they're wrong, that I suffer because of them, then indeed I will suffer. So who is my brother but your holy son? And if I see him sinful, I proclaim myself a sinner and not a son of God, alone and friendless in a fearful world. Yet this perception is a choice I make, and it's one I can relinquish. I can change my mind. This is a crazy idea. I can also see my brother as sinless, as your holy son, as innocent, as hurting nothing. 
And with this choice, I see my own sinlessness. I'm finally free from the guilt that I carry, which is a constant request for pain. I can see my everlasting comforter and friend beside me, and my way is now secure and clear. Choose then for me, my Father, through your voice, for he alone gives judgment in your name. In other words, this is how I'm going to consistently be reminded and helped and aided in making the right choice about how I wish to see other people. I need to keep being reminded I'm the one who benefits if I see other people as innocent. I'm the one who will for certain 100% suffer if I decide to see someone else as guilty. It's very black and white. I will confirm about myself what I choose to see in others. Nothing could be simpler. Hard to do in the beginning because the ego keeps getting in the way, but the principle is absolutely as simple as it can possibly be. So go through your day realizing that your very happiness and contentment and safety rests on seeing other people as not having harmed you. They are innocent. Okay, have a great, important practice. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. (laughs) Goodbye.